0: It's the Skiddy on Sports podcast with
1: Aaron Cow.
0: I throw balls far. You want good words? Data language. Talk real sports with a real man. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm
1: forty. And now here's the be-all, end-all, know-it-all of high school, college, and pro
0: sports. Aaron Skinny Cow with the Skinny on Sports. We're talking about practice, man. I'm the MVP. And a good Thursday morning out there. Western Oklahoma. Welcome to the Skinny On Sports right here on 98.1 FM, the sports animal. Glad to have you along for the next hour. We got a packed full show. You know, there are some big time high school basketball tournaments that got kicked off, or tipped off, I guess I should say. All across the state of Oklahoma yesterday, I have some results, interesting results in a lot of them. The little fellas, the little gals. When I say little, I'm talking about school size. Had a really good day.
1: What, across- well, what's your definition of school size? Like four A and lower?
0: I'm talking about the smaller school in the game.
1: That beat up the did, bigger did well, yeah. Okay.
0: Could we have a challenger to ceiling? In class A, maybe if you look at one of these results from the Bertha Frank
1: T. Well, I do like parody.
0: We might have a challenger to ceiling, so we'll talk about that. Interesting. I mean, yeah, four A and down really dominated all through here. The only one was the man. Yeah, pretty much. It's pretty interesting. Uh, anyhow, with that NFL this week, we got a game tonight: Cowboys versus Titans means nothing to Tennessee, and it's clear that oh. it means nothing to Tennessee. Yeah. How mad would you be if you were in your fantasy football title game this week and Derrick Henry is set out? Ouch. That's yeah. happening in our league. Ouch. It is happening. So that kind of stinks uh, if you're there. It's something that maybe maybe the uh, commissioners of these fantasy football leagues need to take into account.
1: Could Derrick Henry be fined by fantasy football commissioners?
0: I saw that Mike, <laughs> Mike uh, Vrabel said he didn't give an S about your fantasy football team. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> so he's not worried about it. I love it. He's aware and yet not worried. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bro. Yeah. Don't uh, care. Don't care. <laughs> uh, we'd rather have this alien... Uh, being that we call Derrick Henry, Henry, the running back, healthy next week in a winner-take-all game for the AFC South. All other big games this week as well. We'll talk about those. Man, it, it finally happened. It had been hinted at, been discussed, wondered what would look like. It has finally happened. We have a Bedlam portal transfer. Happened yesterday with Trace Ford. Deciding to leave Stillwater to come into Norman. Obviously, that's a hot topic around these parts. And then, of course, Oklahoma and Florida State tonight in the Cheez Its Bowl. We'll talk about that here at the top of the show. 225 9698 is the phone or the text line. 225 9698. Give shoots a text. We can talk about any of those things. Whatever else might be on your mind, feel free to chime right in. At 225-9698. If you're going to be outside the listening area, a couple ways to stay in touch with the show. You can log on to KADSAM.com. Download the app. The app's got it all. Radio. TV. For Paragon TV. Penny News. Brand new edition of Penny News. Hit the website on Wednesday morning, yesterday morning. Now it's everywhere. With the print Print editions filtering out let's go pick up a free copy of your penny news oh yeah there you go what you got yeah jay kirby he's another one no no derrick henry tonight mm. fantasy football title Ouch. that just stinks man it does uh let's see the podcast k-a-d-s-a-m.com you can find them itunes is still messing with us no fun thanks a lot itunes
1: I mean, I'm a little, little weary when they ask for a credit card. Yeah. Not like, hey, we need a credit card. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm already, it's already, my PayPal's already routed to it for other various monthly charges. And now you need a credit card?
0: Yeah, how about no, Scott?
1: I'm, that's, I would get, it gives me pause. So I'm thinking maybe I need to find a different... I don't know. I don't know. I got, I got to figure this out. Maybe a spot, yeah, that, the Spotify thing that kind of, or...
0: Yeah, let's see. The
1: problem is you got to subscribe to Spotify.
0: Yeah, iTunes is so simple.
1: It is simple. Well, it was. Yeah, it was simple. Now they're being jerks. Surprise, surprise. Huge conglomerate. Apple. Anywho. Let me look back down on my iPhone. Go ahead. Finish your spill. I thought for just a second. <laughs> I thought for just a second, <laughs>
0: Druid came in <a> <laughs> here
1: come on why do we it just drives me drew gets upset when facebook like changes something and and you know you as soon as you get used to it That's, boom something yeah. changed and he it, that drives him crazy and i i understand because it just happened to me with itunes and apple Like what you need a credit card i'm not giving you my credit card anyways
0: yeah you get so used to something it's like all right this is this is yeah, nice. this
1: worked for years and now they change it up
0: So, what do you think about uh, what was your What were your first thoughts when you when you saw the news that Trace for, Trace Ford was indeed transferring from Oklahoma State to Oklahoma? Well,
1: you kind of uh, said it, and I kind of thought it was like, well, why didn't he come the first time? You know, out of high school, and then because we were kind of talking about it yesterday afternoon. I mean, did Riley even offer him?
0: I don't even remember he was he, even he had recruited? an offer. <clears throat> Not really. You
1: know, I mean, was that always his number one pick? And then he was like, fine, you don't want me? I'm going to go to your rival. But
0: he only uh, took – you know, I don't. I would say no. I can't to,
1: remember the recruiting process.
0: I, can, I, I read about it because of this has started. He only took one visit. And that one visit was only to Oklahoma State. And then, you know, committed there. And signed there. Played there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that was a big that, – that was one of the things I that – I vaguely remember uh, that. Yeah. As, that as, as this went along, people were kind of like, Ali, he sure seems to be enjoying it. Well, guess what? He never did this. When he was originally being recruited, he didn't take a bunch of visits. He didn't enjoy it the way maybe he wished he would have looking back. Mm-hmm. So, that's kind of uh, – it, it looks like – I mean, if you're an OU fan, with the way the last year has gone – the only team missing out of the equation was Texas to make you enjoy this even more because obviously <laughs> you get him from your Bedlam rival in Stillwater and you win his services over a direct battle against Lincoln Riley in USC uh, to try to get Trace Ford come out there, which I think is hilarious all of a sudden when you didn't do it in high school. Right. You know, trying to trying to, trying to right a wrong there with him. But, yeah, I mean, it's too little too late for me. I mean, it's great to have him, but I think this may be much ado about nothing. Just because of the injury history that he has. If this was healthy, Trace Ford, it sends seismic shockwaves through college football in the state of Oklahoma. I just don't know if that's what that is.
1: I think the bigger story is it's a a cowboy that's going to be a Sooner. Oh, sure. That's... that's it's like, whoa, and what does that mean in the future? You know, what is, you know, the the reaction on both sides, <laughs> whether you're in Norman or Stillwater, was just fun within itself, just watching that on social media. But what does that mean when OU goes to the SEC? And, of course, OSU's still in the Big 12. Does it turn it – do we see more of that? I know we kind of hinted at that yesterday. Do we see more of that? Because, one, they don't – the Bedlam is more or less done – for the foreseeable future, and do players at OSU think, okay, I can go and develop and then go to the SEC, and I don't have to leave state? I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, that's that's the bigger story for me is what does this mean in the future moving forward as far as player development at one school going to another or vice versa because you can see it the other way too. It's a two-way street. You could see some OU players – think i i'd rather be in stillwater i like what they're doing up there but the conference change i think you'll see more of it
0: i mean maybe people are mad (laughs) but you've seen
1: a lot of it in the sec this isn't anything old i mean you've seen a lot of players and it's not and now i don't know the reaction
0: that's the that's the whole thing that
1: to me a player from auburn went to alabama how would that what would the you know? I'm sure it's happened. It would not be good. No,
0: and that I think. People, players
1: from Georgia go to Alabama and vice versa.
0: People are going to be watching that. And when I say people, I mean potential kids that could actually do this. Yeah, listen. If that game, if that game does occur, I mean, it'd be nice to have a Big 12 schedule. But if that game does occur and it does occur in Stillwater again this year, like it's supposed to, that's not going to be pretty for him oh no it's not and but like you said it, it's this is the last year that that's even going to be a possibility because Oklahoma's gone they're going to the SEC and that game is done for a while I mean I think it take it first off it takes humongous stones for him to do this, <laughs> yeah, I mean, big ones. Like, whoa! I, I just, I never, I never really thought it was going to happen, because of that, because of the vitriol that he's going to have to face. <laughs> that night in Stillwater, that morning or whatever, afternoon, whatever it is, whoa! But and in and in and especially and when, and if when, he's good but yeah. the whole that's the whole thing yeah i mean if he's good, if he's good in norman that's just going to get worse oh i know if he's hurt you know i mean he hadn't played in what he just you know what we saw from trace ford as a young player in stillwater versus what you know with the with the injuries that he's suffered throughout the years it's he's a different guy i mean that dude well he looked like colin oliver and that's the part I think the OU fans are, of course, reveling in this. There's no doubt about that, as anybody else would. If it was the other way, it would be the other way. But I think that that's the part for Oklahoma fans that they need, that, that needs to be discussed is why did it take this long? Why wasn't he a Sooner in the first place? And hopefully, if, you're, if you wear the Crimson and Cream boxer shorts, you're thinking, okay – that that will be a thing of the past because Print Venables is going to make it more of a priority to get guys like this out of high school. Because here's the truth: if you get Trace Ford, you probably get Colin Oliver.
1: If Way you back, got him at, out of, high, a, school. Out of yeah. high school, yeah, you
0: probably get that. You probably get the next one that's too. Right. And that would look a lot, you know, as much as he has made impacts at times. We'll see what he is as a player, but man it's uh it's wild, do you think the reaction going the other way would be as upset as this one is
1: if if a player from Norman went to mm-hmm. stillwater yeah. I don't know, I think the reaction would have been, well, you weren't good enough to be in Norman. Good luck to you.
0: No, no, no. I'm not talking about some guy that didn't play. I'm talking about a dude that was Big 12 caliber, oh. all Big 12 caliber, light Trace Ford.
1: Yeah, probably. It'd probably be the same.
0: I think it will be too, but I think OU fans would like to, in their mind, think, oh, no, we'd just be going away. Well, you couldn't play here. But I'm talking about somebody that clearly could. Yeah. Yeah, if it's the fourth-string safety that's from small-town Oklahoma that wants to go to Oklahoma State, that's clearly – re- and that'd be the reaction the other way too. I think a bunch of the vitriol is because Trace Ford has been – he's been a star at times at Oklahoma State when he's been healthy.
1: Yeah, is a name you recognize. Oh,
0: no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Yeah, even – I mean, this is a name you would recognize across the country. Like, people in other places see this and they go, whoa, I've heard, I know who Trace Ford is. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. And then you start to think, okay, what would happen? What if my guy – yeah. What What if our guy went there? Oh, I'm sh- I'm 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 pretty I'm I'm a little bit surprised that he decided to do it just because of the reaction. Do you see what Doug Gottlieb said?
1: Yeah. Holy Moses! But that's that's what I'm saying though. To, but the, according to Robert Allen, you can't be a fan in the media.
0: <laughs> the biggest fan in the media. So
1: Robert Allen might need Is... to write Doug Gottlieb a letter. <laughs> Give me a break.
0: Oh, it's funny. It's all funny. All right, tonight. What's what's probably not going to be funny is the result of the Cheez Its Bowl.
1: Yeah can can um, can Ford play tonight or <laughs> any of the transfers play tonight? This you know what this feels like to me. I think a spring game. Let's see what the young guys can do. Let's get them ready for fall. You know what I mean? When you go watch a spring game, there's no winner.
0: Oh, there's going to be a winner. Well,
1: I know that, but my point is, you're watching these young guys play, and cause there are going to be a lot of them. Just like the OSU game against Wisconsin, and it's probably not going to be pretty.
0: Yeah, I don't see any way it is. Uh, I mean, barring just a collapse from Florida State. I mean these two these two teams come in on completely different levels, heading in completely different directions. Like you said, Oklahoma's trying to figure out a way to to start to climb back up after a, a wildly disappointing six and six this year. Whereas Florida State, golly, it, that, how long ago does it seem like that first rattle out of the box Sunday night of Labor Day, that horrifically boring game against LSU in which Florida State won down there in, in uh, New Orleans. But when you look at 9-3, the, and three, their losses were all uh, – well, two of the three were really close. They seem to have it for the first time kind of figured out uh, under Mike Norvell. Obviously, the quarterback, Jordan Travis, has been fantastic – all season long, and the history of OU at, at times with running and throwing quarterbacks, dual-threat guys, hasn't been great. And this is going to be a heck of a test uh, for, for Oklahoma this, this afternoon over out in uh, Orlando.
1: Yeah, for about a quarter, and then it's going to be over.
0: It does seem like this it's could gonna,
1: be – It's going to be a blowout. It's going to be bad.
0: It seems like this could be what we saw the last time Oklahoma was in this bowl. Yeah. Against Clemson. Which
1: ironically was a turning point for that for the yep. OU program in that bad loss and then changes were made and and uh, got some playoff appearances out of it after that. But um but yeah, I mean tonight it just feels like okay, I just want to see you know, can we see some you know, so especially at the running back position. You know, Eric Gray is not playing. We'll see a couple of guys uh get some carries, but does it matter behind the offensive line? Well and that's you know, what Morris is not there and
0: Well, neither is Anton and, Harrison. Yeah. It, that that's the that's the interesting part to me is in this bad season what has been overshadowed completely is that Oklahoma's offensive line was fantastic again after a little bit of a rough patch last year I mean to me that was one of the biggest question marks coming into this season was that O-line and they were good if you don't believe it Eric Gray just look at his stats mm-hmm. yeah. thirteen thirteen hundred and sixty six 1366 yards on the ground Oklahoma's offense wasn't the problem this year that was more than obvious um but you're right. Jacob Sexton is a you know a young guy from Deer Creek. He's going to get the shot at left tackle. Uh, Guyton will play right tackle. So we'll see against a really talented front of Florida State. I mean, this is going to be talk about thrown in bad ta- baptism by fire. Jacob Sexton is going to be that. I mean, with the, out there on an island at left tackle. So we'll see what you know. It is. It, it, it's almost. It's a lot. I think you're right in a lot of ways. It's you're watching. Like you would a spring game, just to see new faces and what <clears throat> what could be possible yeah. uh, for next year. I think even some, maybe even a, the receiver, a little bit. Yeah. You know, Stoops decided he's coming back, which is yeah. a it, that's a big thing yeah. for Oklahoma, and now we'll see about Marvin Mims. Most sign, most people think he's going to go with the draft, <clears throat> so he will be gone. Obviously, Weiss is gone, uh, so you will see maybe a, an accelerated role for Jaleel Farouk. Um, a lot of people were clamoring to see Jaden Gibson, big, tall receiver, true freshman from Florida. Maybe he gets a little bit more time tonight, somebody that people were excited about with uh, different – seeing different highlight catches in practice with one hand or whatever. And then on the defensive side, I think, you know, a lot of that – a lot of the excitement that's coming is guys that aren't going to be there because they're still in high school. So, yeah, you know, that's –
1: is it true that players that. I mean, I've. I, Yes. the sign, Are you talking about are, the
0: signees? They're practicing with them. They were able. Here's they're here's able what to practice. it is.
1: In transfers?
0: I don't know about the transfers. Portal kids, I don't know either. I do know about the high school kids that signed. Yes, four of them did. And it would have been. Here, here's your choices. As one of those guys that's going to be an early enrollee, you had the option to practice. If you weren't wanting to or accepted to play in one of these high school All-American games that are coming up, either Under Armour or the Army. It got, the guys that were in those games couldn't do this. Okay. But the guys that aren't in those games, four of them took advantage of it. There were four guys down there. Uh, Derek LeBlanc, probably the the highest rated guy. He's And he's a Florida kid, too. So, you know, perfect spot for him to be able to just roll in. I think there was a... Alignment, maybe it wasn't LeBon, maybe it was the guy from uh, California, Ashton Sanders. Anyhow, there, were, there was four of those guys, and it's a loophole that's in there uh, for those old, early enrollees, provided that you're not in a, um, not in all-star one of those All-Star game. All-American yeah. games. Uh, Dakota asks us how, who all's opted out. So, let's see, Anton Harrison opted out. How much time we got uh, uh, Jalen Redmond. Who else off the top of your head? Let me look at a roster. I, I, I would have I'll to look it up. up. Let me see if this is a new or old roster on ESPN. It
1: was just yeah, yesterday. Is, I saw an article.
0: Yeah, no. That's I'm. i was trying to remember from seeing. All right, so Weese transferred. He won't be there. There's another. uh, Anton Harrison on the offensive line. Morris isn't playing. On defense, uh, Josh Ellison, didn't he? Did he declare? I know Cavante Henry, guys, you never never even heard of. Redmond did opt out of playing. It seemed like there might have been one more name that you know. Yeah, that may have been it. With guys that are going pro. And then, of course, there's the transfers out, too. So, I mean, here's here's the sad reality of it. There, there aren't just a ton of them. And that might speak a little bit to the, the talent level that's there. Meaning... There's not a there's not a ton of opt-outs because there's not a ton of guys that are going to the draft.
1: Oh, right. What's up with, what
0: is up with Dylan Gabriel?
1: Won't commit either way. Well, I the mean, even
0: uh, Jeff Levy the other day, they, when asked about Gabriel and commitment to the program, he said, I know he's going to play great on the 29th, and we'll see after that.
1: Yeah.
0: Why would – if there wasn't a chance he was leaving, why would they be so secretive about it? what what's the what's the story here I don't know I mean what there's no way he's going to the draft no, right no no there's not so that. then what is a better situation for him I than don't what know. he's got
1: I've heard rumors that he's been down on his luck because he's been the scapegoat of this six and six season which is unfair because he's played good the stats tell tell us that he's played good. Um, You know, I mean, we've seen the stuff early, the overthrows and can't convert on third down, stuff we're used to from dynamic quarterbacks that we've had in the past at OU. But um, I don't know why insiders have told me that he's 100% coming back and I don't know if this is a a little attention, Just just like, hey, you know, watch this. I'm going to make you squirm a little bit, OU Nation, because you didn't like me during the season. Then he's going to come out and try to ball out tonight, which is going to be incredibly hard with everything we mentioned. But uh, I don't know. It's it's just odd. I mean, I would say just commit one way or the other. But maybe, he, you know, you, why would you commit to say, well, I, after this I'm I'm transferring, but I'm going to play this game. You know, you'd never see that.
0: It doesn't make any sense for him to be leaving if he, it because he is playing. You're right. Why would he even risk getting hurt before he went somewhere else? Yeah. Because uh, he is – in a lot of in a lot of people's minds, he's proven that he's he's he hasn't been the problem. He's been pretty good. Other coaches can watch film and see that you know they they don't have their crimson colored glasses over their eyes like some fans do, just looking for just mad because Oklahoma's losing games, looking for somebody to blame. That's not the way coaches act. That's not the way they handle things. I watch a guy that's been almost. I mean, outside of Max Duggan. Was there anybody else at the quarterback spot in the Big Twelve that was just clearly superior to Dylan Gabriel this year?
1: If you put numbers versus numbers, it's it's hard to find somebody. So,
0: I, I, mean, just think I haven't. It's I, odd.
1: D- I say that I haven't seen Quinn Ewers' numbers. Seems like he had turnovers and bad times in games, but. No, you put numbers versus numbers, and that's what I'm talking about. You look at his numbers, they're pretty dang solid. Really solid. And multiple times this year, didn't he get, like, offensive player of the week in the Big 12 two or three times?
0: Years completed 56.6% of his passes for 1,800 yards, 14 touchdowns, six interceptions. Gabriel was way better than that. He may have thrown for double, man, not double yards.
1: Point is Gabriel was not the problem.
0: No, but how good does it make you feel when your quarterback gets his little feelers hurt? Yeah, I know. Gabriel sixty three percent, twenty nine hundred yards, so eleven 1, hundred more yards, twenty four touchdowns, and only six picks, so ten extra touchdowns. But
1: it 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 goes to show. I mean, that's if you it it's you know OU, USC, Texas, Alabama. Big schools like that, if they if the season starts to go south, that's where the fans immediately go to first is QB one. That's where they immediately or go to first, or the coach,
0: or some coach. And because Oklahoma couldn't go to the coach because it's his first year, Oklahoma fans they go to the next spot, right. which was the quarterback. Well,
1: they went to the coach. They went to Lincoln Riley. Say, so, well, well you, you gutted the program, and this is what we get. What
0: about Florida State? Um, a, not not a return to the glory that that we saw. Back in the late 80s throughout the 90s into the early 2000s. I mean, think of 14 straight seasons. 14 straight in which the Seminoles ended in the AP Top 5. It's incredible. Think about how good Alabama has been. They didn't do that. They haven't been able to do that. Two titles in that time, 93-99. and I mean, that's something that I don't know that you'll ever see
1: again. No, it's kind of like the – I mean, while they're playing tonight, it's kind of like the 47-game win streak, you know. That's something that it's hard to ever see again, ever. And that right there is one of those records, too.
0: You know, Florida State's one of those – I mean, you hear this and people say it from time to time, but really and truly – they matter more than some of the other ones that get this label. It, college football is better when Florida State is good. And here's why. Because that means Clemson doesn't just have a waltz through the ACC. Same reason why when, when people would say that about Texas, so that Oklahoma wouldn't have just a waltz through the Big 12. USC out west. you know the same way about about different teams out there. To, to actually have a challenge within the conference. And, man, it. By the time the season was over, I sure felt like Florida State was the best team in the ACC
1: felt that way with the quarterback situation happening in Clemson yeah Absolutely. since they
0: won't play the right quarterback in Clemson right. it, it kind of it really felt like Florida State was kind of the class of the league by the time it was all said and done so that you know just goes back to this is a humongous challenge for Oklahoma. Look at those three losses I mentioned, all 10, 10 points or less, three in a row right in the middle of the season. They lost uh, to Wake 31-21, 19-17 to NC State, and 34-28 to, to Clemson. And then reeled off five straight down the stretch, including in-state rival Florida and Miami in those last five. I mentioned Jordan Travis, man. He's he's a good player. They're, the quarterback for Florida State is a good player. They can run it. they got big dudes up front. Who wins?
1: Uh, I think I already said it. Florida State, big. Yeah.
0: You know, Oklahoma, outside of what? TCU and Texas? Really didn't get blown out. What do you mean? Outside of TCU and Texas, Oklahoma, the losses were close, is what I'm saying. Oh, right, right, right. Except for those two. Right. So, but with all the defections, it's going to be a hard challenge for the Sooners. They're finally here. Route 66, big deals. Find the biggest and best deals, 15 to 50% off local retail businesses. It's a gift certificate, mobile or paper. Spends just like cash, easy to use. Go to kecofm.com, click on the Route 66 Big, Big Deals logo. I think it's also on cool94.com, uh, kadsam.com. I think there's links where you can get to those spots. Depot, Big Splash Burger, The Vogue, McDonald's in Elk City, Clinton, Weatherford. Everett Blake Society, Rose Mexican Grill and Cantina, The Toolbox, Oak Creek Floral and Gifts, Jack's, uh, Screamin' Jack's Barbecue, Keith's Butcher Shop, and High Point Massage, all with us. in Janice's, since this has been written up, Janice's Cafe as well. You can get uh, some deals to there. Pick up Penny News, you'll see the full list. Purchase online, KECOFM.com, or stop by our studio right here at 220 South Pioneer. Game tonight has lost a little bit of its luster for the Cowboys and the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Tennessee, after that loss last week to Houston, coupled with Jacksonville's win over the Jets, means this week for those two teams matters none. It all comes down to week 18 at Jacksonville, the Titans and the Jags, no matter what happens this week that game next week is going to be for the division crown and to play in the play and the place in the playoffs and that's going to be the only way that either one of them are going to be able to get there is by winning that division I think. I don't think they can get there with wild cards. So, it's down to that one and that's a big reason why it looks like Derrick Henry amongst others for for the Titans will not be available to play. Dallas on the other hand, and if something crazy happens with Philly, they're still technically in the division race.
1: I mean, wouldn't Philly just have to lose their next two, and Dallas has to win their next two? That, that's what that's would have to pretty happen. Pretty much the only way if, if Philly wins one of the next two, they're division champs. Or a tie, or a tie, or if Dallas ties, ties, ties or loses. Gives. Yeah,
0: that's right. Philly clinches the division, clinches home field. But who uh, they
1: got? They got the Giants. Who Philly next week? Who they got this week? Saints. Saints,
0: Yep. and they have to keep playing because not just for the division, but also for that one seed, right? Yes, because yeah. the uh, the Vikings are twelve and three,
1: and they're just going to keep winning. One all they got to do, all they got to do, is win. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean the the bye, and then the home field, it's pretty got to win. Pretty
1: uh, self explanatory there. Yeah, the one seed in the NFC East. Uh, that's right, uh, winner. Yeah,
0: Dallas win a Dallas loss gives them the division a Minnesota loss gives them home field in number 1. So, that's but and a win, and any Philly win. But for the Cowboys, I mean, they're they're just essentially locked into the 5 seed. And all they're doing is w- scoreboard watching to see who in the world comes out of that NFC South. Huge game there this week with Tampa and Carolina, right? Tampa clinches the division with a win over the Panthers. If not, then we've got a. I mean, we have a. a <laughs> well, that's that's where it's a mess. Well, and, and the Saints are there too. So yeah. I mean, that, Philly so doesn't have a walkover so. because New Orleans plays Tampa week or uh, New Orleans plays Carolina maybe the last week. Trying, you know, so that that, that it's, it's all. Tampa just needs to beat Carolina on Sunday, and we'll have to. That'll be done. We won't have to worry about it anymore. They'll have the they'll clinch the South, and we're not going to have a fourteen-page dissertation yeah. about the ties if that thing is still going. But next if week. Carolina
1: wins, then it's a mess. Then it's a mess. But just from an outsider looking in, as a fan, it'd be pretty dang fun to see a bunch of meaningful games in Week 18.
0: No doubt. I mean, you know, I already ta- I on Monday, I already made my prediction that the sunday night game is going to be in jacksonville with the jags and the titans but maybe not if tom brady's playing one of those games
1: yeah i know what 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 was flexed out monday nights next this coming monday night it was supposed to be la versus la and they they moved it they already
0: this monday is buffalo cincinnati
1: maybe that was the one no
0: no no they, it was sunday nights oh they put baltimore and pittsburgh oh. in place of the la's gotcha Yep, that's right. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, the Sunday night was flexed out to accommodate Baltimore and Pittsburgh, which I'm not real
1: excited about.
0: Okay, I, I mean, I guess there's still there's still ways that the that maybe could Pittsburgh still make the playoffs. Seven and eight, win twice, they'd probably have to have a bunch of stuff go their way. I don't know are clear down there in about 10th but everybody's seven and eight so sure they could they win twice Miami loses twice bam they're in
1: which is very possible
0: and I guess Tennessee sure or Jacksonville Tua's health yeah well, how about that yeah did you see the rundown of, of Tua's his numbers before because I think everybody thinks they've pinpointed the play where he hit his back the back of his head toward the end of the first half Two of that is and then so from there they break the the numbers have been broken down on his went, performance wow it is staggering well and i mean no, I don't, you don't really say this anymore like you maybe you would have 15 years ago when you see him make some of the throws he made i mean but you, did you i mean first thought was what in the world is he doing what's he looking at well who knows now yeah
1: He doesn't even know what he's doing.
0: I mean, think about it. Golly, does he have a concussion? What's he making that throw for? I mean, you don't say that. You know, It's taboo to even fire that out there with everything that's gone, gone on over the last decade in the NFL. But it makes a lot more sense now than it did at the time because he was just carving that Green Bay Packer defense. And then all of a sudden it was like, what has happened? What's wrong with Tua? And there was no talk of it, no sign of it until later. Right. And then on Monday, it's like, hey, yeah, I've been having these concussion symptoms again. I mean, at some point, when is it going to be the end of Tua because of this?
1: This is twice two concussions? Three. Three concussions in one season?
0: Because remember he had the one the to one. start, and he said it was his back. Then he was slammed to the turf in Cincinnati where he was carted off the field. <clears throat> and now this one. And could it
1: be a? I know Andrew Luck's situation is different, but an early retirement for Tua because he's like, "Gah, I'm not going to get my head bashed in year in year out." You know, for quality of life, I'm done.
0: I mean, at some point, that conversation is going to have to happen.
1: Have to think about that.
0: I mean, you don't listen. He was the greatest, and he was cool, and all that, but you don't want to end up like Muhammad Ali right at the end or even earlier but anyhow man i know i've said this before but i bought that bill o'reilly book killing the legends yeah and it's elvis john lennon and muhammad ali we talked about the elvis godly yeah that colonel parker what a jerk what a jerk (laughs) yes holy cow kinda of feel I mean you really by the by reading the Elvis chapters or Elvis section of that book, you start feeling pretty bad for O'Elvin by the time it's all said and done. I mean it killed him. They they Colonel Parker literally killed him because of his thirst for Elvis's money yep. and having to pay back his debts at the gambling table. Ran him into the ground, poor guy. Yep. You forget how old or how young that guy was. He was young. Man. Anyhow, uh, other big games this week outside of the one tonight with Dallas. Um, obviously, Monday night is a huge game with Cincinnati and Buffalo. Winner of that is guaranteed. No, well, not guaranteed because they could lose next week. But the winner of that puts themselves in a great spot to be the, at least the two seed. And because both those teams have beat Kansas City, if it's the and if it's the the uh, if the Bills, they're just waiting on a Kansas City loss. If it's the Bengals, they're waiting on a Kansas City loss because hey, then guess what happened? The Bengals beat them both. Yeah, yeah, Dakota. I'm sure big Bengals fan this week. It's Dakota to knock off the Bills. But I mean, the, I mean, since it Either way, you know the, the, these teams are still waiting on. Well, I guess not anymore. It's Kansas City, 12 and three. They are. Yeah. So the Bills, the Bills are the one seed right now. So, yeah, the Chiefs fans are rooting for Cincinnati and having to win their last two. But, I mean, I can't wait to watch this game. Bengals have been on fire. A lot of people are starting to look at them as maybe the best team in the league. Similar run to last year with Burrow and and all those guys kind of catching fire.
1: Maybe even a better run. Maybe they look better than last year. We'll
0: see. Uh, Because, yeah, they've been good. But the last thing you saw out of them was last week in the second half when Lyle Collins went down. That offense was nothing. I got news for you. Buffalo's defense can get it up front. So, does this look more like the first of the season where the Bengals were struggling and we were all going, ah, the Super Bowl runner-up curse. Here it is. Super Bowl loser. They always come back terrible the next year. They've righted the ship clearly uh, around that offensive line that gelled, but now with Collins out, we'll see. That's a huge question mark for them, I think. Other ones? Man, what about Green Bay?
1: They're going to kind of sneak in the playoffs.
0: They're getting closer. I mean, there's still all this stuff that has to happen. Right. Meaning, uh, mainly them having to win two games. They host the Vikings, which the Vikings have just been incredible. 11-0 and 0 in one score games. The, that's the best record ever, the most wins ever. That's wild. Yeah. But Green Bay, they've just been kind of getting it done. They have to win that game. Jets and Seahawks is essentially an elimination game. Even though we're in they're in different conferences. Both teams at seven and eight. Both teams just outside the playoff, Chase. Loser of that one is probably done for the season as far as the playoffs go.
1: On the text line is asking us what are Super Bowl picks. Got a question. Before the playoff once the playoffs are set and before they start, can we repick this thing? <laughs> <laughs> i want to see i want to see who's playing who that's what i'm waiting for that's what i want to see because my preseason pick if i have to stick with it i do not like it
0: oh mine's terrible
1: he <laughs> mine's bad Mine i think i is bad
0: i had i had colt or colts thank goodness i didn't have colts i had chiefs rams one of those is looking good one of them, those is not even a possibility
1: well I could top that. Who'd you have? Rams Bucks. Oh, <laughs> no, you could have
0: had Rams Bucks. They're in the same deal, they're in the same conference. You had Rams Bills.
1: Oh, no, wait, yeah. You had I Rams had, Bills. I had Rams um, Bills. Yeah, I read that wrong.
0: You may have had Rams Bucks in the fi- in, in the, the NFC ch- the title NFC game. Champ. Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah.
1: My apologies. Oh, I'm not scrolled over enough. There we go. I had Bills over Rams. Yeah, Bills-Rams because you I'm were, sorry, I you drank
0: the Josh Allen Kool-Aid my, uh, early on. Yeah. yeah, because remember, they played game one.
1: Uh, they did?
0: Thursday they night. They did, they did. They, they did. played game yeah, one, yeah, yeah, and you're yeah. like, oh, yeah, I've got a rematch of that one.
1: Right. Yes. I don't know yet. Yeah, I had Rams, Bucks, and the NFC Champ.
0: See, I was – and I had I – had Bills I had,
1: over Chiefs in the AFC champ, which is more likely.
0: I had Rams and 49ers in the NFC title game, and I went with the Rams instead of – I wish I'd have said – I'd be I'd be looking pretty smart right about now if I had Chiefs, Niners.
1: This is fun. Let's look at our preseason. Okay, Gosh. I had uh, – in the AFC, I had the Bills over the Patriots in the wild card round. So clearly I had Chiefs as a one seed. Yeah. I had Chargers over Ravens. And bang- that game may happen. Bengals over Colts. That's not happening. Chiefs over Chargers in the divisional round. Bills over Bengals. That,
0: oh, that game's happening. That,
1: that Yeah. Then Bills over Chiefs in the AFC Championship. No,
0: maybe not. No, Bills have to lose still. Yeah.
1: In the NFC in the wild card, I had Bucks over Vikings, Packers over Eagles, Cowboys over 49ers. <clears throat> Divisional, I had Rams over Cowboys, Packers over Bucks. No, that that's wrong. Bucks over Packers. Yeah. And then in the champ, I had Rams and Bucks.
0: Dakota had Chiefs, Cowboys.
1: I saw a simulation thing. I think it was on ESPN, a story they did. They simulated like the next two weeks.
0: Uh huh. Yeah. I, I, I clicked on the story just below that to see all these scenarios.
1: They had a Cowboys Bills Super Bowl.
0: Those have worked out in the past.
1: Wouldn't yeah? Wouldn't that mean be nostalgic? Cowboys, Bills, Super Bowl. And where is it at in the desert? It's in Arizona. Yeah, I think it's Arizona. Cool fields in Pasadena or something. Anyways,
0: I'd be all for that.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: I think if I had to pick right this second, right now, I would take Chiefs, Niners. I don't know though. I want to see. I really want the uh, no offense to Dakota, but I really want to see the Bills be the one seed or the Bengals, because I want to see Patrick Mahomes have to go on the road for a a playoff game
1: exactly just to see what it's like. Yeah,
0: I want to see that.
1: I'm I'm with you
0: because not only just to see. I mean, I'm not in any way thinking that Patrick Mahomes isn't going to be able to handle the atmosphere in a road playoff game that's not what I'm saying but I think it also would enhance his legacy to be able to go into into Orchard Park and knock off the bills in the AFC title game on that field
1: yeah I'm with you I think that'd be like awesome. That's kind of like a check mark, like, okay, he's yeah. done this, he's done this, he's done this, he's pretty dang good, but he's never been on the road. In
0: yeah, a- that's pretty wild. He's yeah. never played in a, on the road in a playoff game so far.
1: That way people can't use it against him go, well, yeah, he's good because he always played in Arrowhead. That's right.
0: I mean, think about the quarterbacks that weren't able to get it done back in the 90s on that field. Joe Montana, Dan Marino.
1: That's true. That, you know? Yeah. Warren Moon Man just looking at my my division standings not too far off. Yeah,
0: you did pretty good. I had Bills Not too
1: far off.
0: I had Bills, Ravens, Titans, and Chiefs.
1: I had Bills, Ravens, big swing and a miss on this one. I had Colts. And Chiefs in the AFC. In the NFC, I had Eagle. Cowboys. Well, had Eagles. Packers. Me, missed too. that one. Bucks, maybe. And Rams. I think I had Saints right Yeah, you know, this is yeah, keep in mind for our listeners, this was all preseason stuff. This was before the Rams got beat up. This was before uh um Jackson. You know, I mean, injuries play a big role in this, and you can't foresee that y'all look at this preseason stuff you're thinking if they're healthy this is where i you know you yeah. don't you don't think okay well okay i think uh i think lamar jackson's gonna get hurt and weak what was it three weeks ago
0: turns out we probably ought to plan on that it's happened about three years in a row now carolina the order
1: in the afc east bills fins jets pats or pats jets
0: pats jets because pats would beat the jets twice they're both 7 and 8. Dakota has uh, retracted his earlier statement of his picks. Oh, here. Can you see them? He said, I think I said Chiefs-Cowboys. I'm looking. Here it is.
1: This dang computer. Chiefs
0: over Rams. Chiefs over Rams. Justin Herbert, MVP.
1: Wow. Herbert, MVP. I mean, it's not a bad pick. A lot of people liked him in the Chargers. Colts, I mean, people like the Colts. I, I I'm mm-hmm. guilty of that. I did, I did too.
0: People like the Colts. Matty Ice was not the answer at quarterback. There's a bunch of really good high school hoops going on right now. Uh, tournament of Champions, 57th annual Tournament of Champions, up in Tulsa. They're playing at the BOK Center. Uh, that's a boys and girls tournament. Got the birth of Frank Teague down in Ada. And then the um, the Mustang Holiday Holiday Classic. I found girls. Is that just girls? It seems like that might just be. Is that just a girls tournament or they have boys games there too? I thought there was boys. There probably is. I didn't find the boys scores. I just knew Ceiling was playing there girls wise. So tournament of champions, man. The little guy, the little school was dominant yesterday. 2A number one, Dale, beat 6A number 18, Union, Tulsa Union, 54-39. So, Dale will play in the semifinals against Crossings Christian. 4A number two, Crossings, beat 6A number one, Edmond North, 60-57. to You had uh, 4A number one, Kingfisher, knock off Bartlesville in 6A, 52-46. And then even class B number two, Roth, gave – Defending 5A champion, 5A number two, Memorial, a really nice game. Memorial wins 46-38. to 38. So today's semifinals on the boys' side of the tournament of champions, 2A number one, Dale, against 4A number two, Crossings Christian. And then you got 4A number one, Kingfisher, against 5A number two, Memorial, Tulsa Memorial. That's really good games. On the girls' side of that, 6A number two, Bixby, pounded Class A number nine, Okarchi. 78 to 49. 3A number 5 Kiefer beat 4A number 5 Holland Hall 48 45. 2A listen to this one. 2A number 1 Pacola 67. 5A number 1 Sepulpa 35. Wow. So that means Pacola will get Norman. Class uh, 6A number 5, Norman beat class 4A number 2 Lincoln Christian 65 to 47. He's got Pacola 2A number 1 against Norman which is 6A number 5 and then 3A number 5 Kiefer against 6A number 2 Bixby. That's the semifinals on the girls side of the Birth of Frank Teague. Over in Mustang, more small schools winning or smaller schools winning. 4A number 6 Vertigus beat 6A number 18 PC North this is girls 31 29. Six A number one Evan North had no trouble with uh, Southmore seventy nine to twenty. Class A number one Ceiling forty seven. Class Six A number twelve Mustang forty three. And uh, the Ceiling will play Classen SAS, the defending four A champ. They're four A number fifteen. They beat a team from Cl- uh, California, something California. So it's Ceiling and uh, Classen vertigris and edmund north then in the birth of frank teague this score doesn't surprise me who won but man it surprises me with how bad they won defending champion of the birth of frank teague is tuttle class 4a's number three just walloped class b number two defending state champion pittsburgh 59 to 13 that score shocks me by the the margin That Tuttle was able to beat Pittsburgh 59 to 13.
1: Pittsburgh lose a lot of. No, they had
0: everybody back. That's a crazy score. That is crazy. I mentioned we might have a suitor to the throne in Class A. And that team is Class A number two, Caddo. Yeah. 57. Class 5A number two, Carl Albert, 46. Then you had Ada, who is number 18 in class – or number 19 in class 4A. Knockoff Frontier, who is number 5 in A, 61-38. Bethel is 2A, number 3. They beat Georgetown, Texas, 53-41. You've got Ada and Bethel, then Tuttle and Caddo. So you've got 4A, number 3, against A, number 2 there. Really interesting question yeah. on the – has a small school ever won it? Yeah.
1: The um, – which it, one?
0: Uh, the tournament champions. Elk City's won it. Girls. Yeah. And – they beat Arapaho to do it back in the early nineties. Triple overtime. Yeah, that was back that was that was still six on six though. It had to have been like ninety three or four, maybe. Something like that. Let's see. Probably ninety four. I mean I had to go back and look. They they played in those tournaments all the time. I mean I remember playing Carl Albert when Paige Sauer was there, who went to UConn. Keith was still in high school, playing in those tournaments all those years ago. I think that's interesting, though, Caddo, because I'll be honest, I've sat here and assumed that Seedling is just going to run away with Class A. And they may still, don't get me wrong, they may still. But when you see a score like that from Caddo against Carl Albert, I saw Carl Albert with my own eyes, my very own eyes. Up there at that festival, they look pretty good. And for uh, for a Class A school, Caddo to to beat them by double figures, that's impressive. It's really impressive.
1: Caddo, kind of, I think got the uh, kind of you know how a small school works. You get a you get a round of really good players at one time, and so, you know kind of peaks well. They got, got the guy that's going to play softball at you, right? Exactly. They got a they had a really good softball team. It looks like that's carrying over to the gym. Oh, they're number two, right?
0: Yes, behind ceiling. Yeah. What do you think was the most watched college football game this year?
1: Ohio State-Michigan.
0: That's correct. It doesn't surprise me that that's number one. This list just popped up. I just saw it. Oh, okay. I know I'm kind of changing. But it surprised me how many more viewers it had. It had over four million more viewers than the next closest game.
1: It helps that both teams were undefeated.
0: Yeah. Well, that's game the way def- game definitely. That's the way this game was number two, when it was played.
1: Is it um, Georgia Tennessee?
0: It is Georgia Tennessee. You know what number three is?
1: Texas Alabama.
0: Texas Alabama is four.
1: Four. Uh.
0: Um. There it is. I don't know if he was trying to guess two or three, but he got number three. So number three is Bama Tennessee. Bama Tennessee.
1: I was leery on that one because
0: they were both still undefeated. They
1: were both still undefeated, but did people would people tune in just to watch Bama and Tennessee? You know what I mean? I watched it. I remember that.
0: I watched it finish right before Tara got married. That was that day. Oh, that was the same day. <laughs> same day as OSU and uh, TCU. Those games were finishing right as she was about to walk down the aisle or down the right side of 8 fairway, however you want to look at that. <laughs> Number five, rounding out the top five, most watched college football games. Any guesses? Go back a ways for this one. But well, it, it,
1: I mentioned Alabama. Uh, Alabama, Texas. Texas was that four. was four. It was four. What it? I don't know. It's
0: obvious if he can remember who played. Georgia, Oregon. Nope. It's same day though.
1: Florida State, LSU.
0: Nope. That one was. Was the,
1: that the week before? No, that
0: was the next day. What was it? Notre Dame Ohio State.
1: Oh, yeah. I watched that one too.
0: Yeah, Florida State LSU was 9. galley 7.5 million of us suffered through 57 minutes of crap <laughs> to watch 3 minutes of gold <laughs> in that Florida State. Well, it's kind of like
1: day. that um Kansas Arkansas game last night. Oh man. You just need the tune in the fourth quarter and you got the ball game.
0: What a crazy comeback. Yeah. Speaking
1: of ratings, did you see the NFL dominated Christmas Day?
0: Oh, no surprise there. Over the NBA, zero surprise
1: there. I mean, dominated. Oh yeah, they're always going to dominated.
0: I mean, think about that. It was the, the marquee. I would love to see what. Okay, what was Bucks Celtics versus Rams? Uh, Who did they play? Denver. Because Bucks Celtics, it was on the same time. Bucks Celtics is like the two best teams in the league versus Rams Denver which is just crap and i guarantee you the nfl whipped that game whipped it nfl is an unstoppable force right when it comes to ratings and money and power just absolutely unstoppable
1: yep I didn't watch one dribble on Christmas Day.
0: Did you realize that Oklahoma State finished the season first off one and six? I mean, think back: twenty-four to seven lead before halftime over TCU, who's in the playoff at five and zero, oh, and they end up seven and six. But the last six, uh, Billy's exactly right. I said that last week. NBA should start on Christmas Day. There's no doubt that's true. Um. Anyhow, the last six, Oklahoma State did not score 20 points in any of them. You know how long it's been since that happened? I went back and found out. How long? How long it's been since OSU has not scored 20 points in a game, six straight games? The voice you're about to hear was the coach. Oh. 1993. They they finished that season with seven straight – under twenty point performances. Thirty years. Wow! All right, we'll come back. We'll be here tomorrow to talk about Florida State's demolition of the Sooners. You've been listening to the Skinny on Sports podcast with Aaron Cow. Be sure to hit that subscribe button to get alerts of when the latest podcast is available. Thanks for listening.
1: That ball is blistered. Around.